Hello and welcome to this special episode of Mostly Folk. Today we are going to be speaking with Elaine Romanelli, who has a new album that's going to be released this coming May 21st, and we'll be talking about that while we're talking to Elaine. But let's get to some of her music before we talk with Elaine Romanelli. My name's Audie Martello, and welcome to Mostly Folk. 25 feels like nothing to me I wish you'd stop pointing out it's a quarter century Come and dance with abandon, be messy and free Here's to life as a fresh 25 By 35 I'll be working like crazy Running some kind of company and saving the planet I have moved from the city to a town that's more late backyard when I'm 35. By 45 I think I'll have it made or else I'll be back in school in the 29th grade. I'll have married my true love. We might raise up some babies but I'll still be sassy when I'm 45. Though what if life doesn't follow my big plans? What if unforeseen barriers daunt me? Will my internal compass keep guiding me back? Or will the paths I abandon still haunt me? Someday I'll be retiring from something. When I get that gold watch, I hope you'll all still know me. We'll shimmy and sink with our orthopedic knees like we did when I turned 25. Cause all I know is I love to dance. Your lips on my skin, but I won't ask 
can't describe it Roiling swirl of dirt and noise A thousand tiny darts attack you Breathe as best you can From her album, The Hour Before, that was Elaine Romanelli with a song called Starting Over, uh, basically about recovering after devastation. And before that was Heart Has to Know, and uh, kind of an upbeat uh, country type of song. And uh, we started off with 25 uh, which is the lead-off song on the album. And uh, by the way, there is a YouTube lyric video of that song if you're interested. So uh, check it out. Okay, uh, Elaine Romanelli. And, you know, I talked to Elaine and we had a bad connection and we wasted uh, uh, you know, some of the background information. So I'm going to share that with you now. She was born in Philadelphia. She was raised in Manhattan, Kansas, lived in San Francisco for some time, and eventually moved to New York City, uh, where Elaine is presently situated. She's been spun on radio, of course, featured uh, in print, online press across the country, from the San Francisco Weekly to Public Radio uh, and the Huffington Post. He praised her for her beautiful singing and emotional, tuneful songs. Uh, Elaine, uh, before she became a singer-songwriter, she, uh, what she terms, lived exciting other lives. She co-developed a trunk show for the San Francisco Opera. She was part of a Tony Kushner off-Broadway world premiere and was briefly a reality TV star on the TLC network's What Not to Wear so we're going to kind of jump into our discussion uh, once we got the phone lines fixed. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, Elaine's love for classical music, and I posed a question to her. When did you pick up the piano? Did you start that from an early age? or? Boy, I wish I had. No, I took piano lessons the way most kids do, sort of not really practicing. 
um, starting in high school, I guess. And then I played for a couple years in college, and then I stopped. Um, and I, I honestly probably wouldn't ever have started again, except that I was in a duo when I started the songwriting thing. And the duo broke up. He wanted to do more uh, guitar, um, sorry, recording, studio work, and I wanted to do more touring. And um, then I hired another guy, and that didn't work either. And then I had gigs booked, and they were pretty good gigs. So I kind of looked around and said, what what can I do? And I dusted off piano and tried to rearrange the songs that I'd written for guitar for piano. So it was um, it was a necessity. Um, so that was in 2011. So I've been playing this kind of music for not very long. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, interesting uh, that you haven't been playing for very long because uh, some of the accolades you've received about your singing and uh, this album are, uh, are quite nice. And uh, even though the album hasn't been released yet, it's gotten a lot of uh, really good press. And let's talk about the release date and the name of the album. The name of the album is The Hour Before, and uh, the release date is upcoming uh, this month in April, which is when? The A- April 21st. Is April Worldwide 21st. sales. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, let's get to the let's get to the uh, important stuff uh, first. Uh, how are people going to get this album? They're going to be listening to this. They're going to want to get this album. And uh, what's the best way of going about that when it does get released? Yes. So uh, any any way that works for them is the short answer. It will be available on iTunes and all digital uh, retail stores. Um, CD Baby directly from me uh, through my website or directly from me in person at the release party for anyone who's local enough to come. That's going to be at Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 3, on April 25th, which is a Saturday at 7 p.m., $10 tickets. And um, and there are tickets at the door, or people can, uh, can buy them in advance. There's a link on my website. And if people want to find out about you, the website is elaineromanelli.com. Yes. Am I right? Yes, you are. Perfect. <laughs> E-L-A-I-N-E-R-O-M-A-N-E-L-L-I. I have to spell it out because people do get confused. Yep. You know? <laughs> Anyhow, That's perfect. Uh, You're a great speller. <laughs> and you don't need the www. <laughs> I always yeah. tell people that. It's ridiculous. It's like, well, my website is www. We know. It's we know that part. <laughs> We know that part, and it's unnecessary. It's a waste of syllables. Let me just read something here that uh, was on the one sheet that comes along with the album. And I I think it's a perfect uh, uh, tribute to you and uh, from somebody that certainly uh, uh, is not unfamiliar to the folks listening in. And he says... Some of the songs on this album are as good as songwriting gets. And I say that with 40 years of listening and writing at my back. She's an engaging performer with nuanced, heartfelt vocal delivery. It's surely no coincidence that one of the songs on her album is titled Shine. Shine she does, and beautifully so. And that comes from Sai Khan, who was a producer of this album? He was a co-producer, that's right. A co-producer of the album. 
Well, I think that's certainly a great tribute to you and the album. Come with me, raise your eyes, rest your heart and hand in mine. It is not too late. We are all longing to see you free your light and shine. Come with me, raise your eyes, rest your heart and hand in mine. It is not too question about some of the uh, names of the song yeah. such as the year of death which, <laughs> oh, yeah. is which is described as a quirky up-tempo love song <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> why is that <laughs> so and why was it named that <laughs> <laughs> right well it's named that to be because the very first line is first it was larry Collapse on the street. Then it was mm -hmm. Sarah of a stroke. So there's no hiding what this what the song <laughs> is purportedly about. So I just put it in the title right there, so everyone would be prepared. But okay. that this this is really real life, right? Like sometimes there's such a pylon in life that you think it's like if it were a TV show, no one would believe it. It's too ridiculous. 
Um, and you get almost punky from it. And so the story of all of these people in this narrator's life dying is contrasted with a sort of peppy accompaniment. And then, of course, um, the narrator falls in love in the middle of this horrible, horrible year, right at a time when you think it couldn't possibly happen. But that's how life is, isn't it? Isn't it always mm-hmm. messy and complicated and things happen in the wrong order at the wrong time? First it was Larry, collapsed on the street. Then it was Sarah, of a stroke. Then Jenny and Adam, who never did meet. At least this way no one's heart is broken except mine. One every month, each month for a year. What's up with you people anyway? Facing the year of death alone. Facing the year alone. Facing the year of death he was old then it was Laurie who was not then I closed the curtains stopped answering the phone started saying I love you a lot to everyone except for one guy one guy in a year of too many unexpected sorrows facing the year of death
Are there any particular songs on this album that you really feel proud of, or um, you, you just are so happy that oh, you wrote? I I love all my children. <laughs> I understand. Um, I know. Uh, I love all my children, but um, I, I I don't need to put you on the spot. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll point out one song, um, partially just to make my for my audience's sake. Um, uh, so one of the joys and in some ways responsibilities of being a songwriter is that you can write you can write about truth even if it's not actually true for you or your actual life. Like not everything has to be literally cut from your life for you mm-hmm. to imbue it with you know meaning from your life. Mm-hmm. So so real is one of those songs for me. That that's not a, a true story about my life, but it is a true story. Um, okay. And and real to sum up is a, is about uh, recognizing and, and fleeing domestic abuse, and it's a right. topic that came to me not from people I know from from other sources, but I really started researching it and listening and hearing people's stories who have lived it, and I really felt strongly compelled to write about it in a way that would be accessible, that would let us into the story instead of making us turn away from the story. So I worked very hard on the craft of that song to have it have it flow and have it be true and have it be a song you'd want to listen to over and over again instead of listen to once and then say, I don't want to hear that song again. So I'm proud of all my songs, but it, but that has a special meaning for me. It was clear when he broke his hand that day After walls I would be Grandma's vase, I won't miss anything Got the car, took the kids and left Nobody knows, just my mama and the children They seem more together than I feel I didn't see it coming since you asked I never did Hard for me to fathom that this is real The dark, then 
How much longer now? I've been wondering that too. But we are safe. I'll be damned if my kids witness any of what I saw Mom go through. Two hundred miles till we cross another state line. I can rest between turns of the wheel. You never know what's coming, but I think we'll be okay. One step at a time is how we'll deal with what is real. So well. 
right now, what would you be doing? Oh my gosh. Every now and again I think about what what it would be like if I weren't doing music. That's a great question. I might want to do something pretty different, like um, like become a physical therapist because mm, um, I love to dance and I love movement in general and I've been injured enough that um, it'd be great to know even more about how to take care of myself and it'd be exciting to help someone else get better you know that you know when you have that like mopey face and you think oh this is gonna hurt forever and then slowly you improve and you think oh it's not so bad so it's exciting to facilitate that process i would think so that would be cool it took me personally a long time to find this path i I look at the people that know they want to do it when they're in high school and i'm envious because I didn't know I wanted to do this kind of music when I was in high school. But then again, maybe my writing is the way it is because it's informed by all the kinds of music I've been through. It's informed by classical music and jazz and musical theater and even atonal music. It's informed by maybe a bigger cross-section of what's out there than it might have been if I'd started, you know, straight from my parents' Bob Dylan's records into my own stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. I wish I, I wish I could go back and cut out some of the doubts. I try to think about what my future self would say to me now sometimes and then try to take my own advice because that, that's still open to me, right? I can still – I can say to myself, you know, 
a lot of stuff is small stuff and don't sweat the small stuff. And uh, I can, um, I've been reading, um, there's a researcher named Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K, and she's popped up a lot in social media lately. Time just did a story about her a couple days ago because she has a new book out. And it's about learning. It's about mindsets. Apparently there's a fixed mindset and a flexible mindset, um, a growth mindset. And the growth mindset is um, you can always learn. You can always grow. You can be a lifelong learner. Mm. And so I've been really thinking about that lately and looking back on the past four years and saying, well, four years ago I didn't really play anything, not well enough to accompany myself in a show, and now I have this album that's just me and, and these go. two instruments. And so I I I, guess, I agree with that 100%. Well, this is, this is the thing, this this mindset of like, oh, I don't want to learn that, or oh, it's too hard, or oh, mm-hmm. I can't. You know, we still can. We all still can. And I guess of if course. I could go back and tell my younger self something, I would say, have faith in your own ability to grow. Have faith that you are a lifelong learner. And try to put aside some of the judgments of, oh, they're going to think whatever. Oh, I'm going to make this mistake in front of people. You know, if right. someone wants to freeze you in time in that way, they're going to. But but you as a person, you, Artie, you can learn to be a great tweeter. And I, Elaine, can learn to instruments. And, you know, we can all we can all understand that we're on a, on a growth path. Be the best we can at this moment in time. This ledge is plenty big enough. We'll be fine for a while until they grow. Until they grow. But the hunting is harder without him How could he know? How could he know? He soared through the open sky Now he's gone and we don't know why These can smooth underfoot the surface sheer the surface sheer and there goes confound me any way you turn it's hard to hear it's hard to hear I will adapt by
toughest, toughest of times on our own. On our own. As soon as the weather turns dry, we'll ascend to the open sky. Grow up, my babies, and fly. Let me show. With a beautiful tune called Red Tail about single parenthood and longing for a place that was Elaine Romanelli uh, from this brand new album, The Hour Before. So let's finish up uh, the conversation with Elaine and we'll, we'll go out with one more tune. It's actually the tune that uh, finishes up her album called Afterwood. And uh, this one uh, is with guitar, so uh, a little bit of a change here. And don't forget that this album is going to be released on the 21st of this month in New York City. And uh, hopefully some of uh, our listeners can uh, get down there to the Rockwood Musical, I believe. Check out Elaine's website, elaineromanelli.com, and you'll get all sorts of information about Elaine and this new album. Oh, hey. Thank you so much, Ari. I really, really appreciate that. You're very welcome, and it's been a pleasure talking with you, and hopefully, like I said, maybe we'll meet up one of these days. I would love that. If you're ever Have in the city, day. look me up. What's that? If you're in the city with a couple hours to kill, look me up. You never know. Oh, I'm never in the city. I, I, I avoid it like the plague. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even come and see my son, and he's in. The, I he's, he's, he's everywhere in Manhattan. And, oh I my God. totally understand. <laughs> hey, Elaine, have a great afternoon. You too. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shoulder.
There might not have been an Well, I do hope you enjoyed this special episode of Mostly Folk, our talk with Elaine Romanelli, and I'll see you right back here next time for another thrilling episode of Mostly Folk. Have a great day. Hey!